Welcome. I welcome you. The ran out of talent. Podcast. We can't thank you enough for checking in, taking it in, listening to the stats. Joey Fitzsimmons is the co-host. You got Joe Jr. running the show. Me, I'm a man just trying to just rip up a couple freestyles just for you tuning in to Ran Out of Talent. But if you ever run out of talent, don't take no time, don't take anything. Just get a hold of Junior or Joey and talk about it. But if you the ball on top, you gonna be Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zer Jr. And with me is my co-host, Joey Fitzsimmons. How's it going, Joey? Oh, it's going just skippy skipper, skippy high tonight. Yeah. So what have you been up to the past few weeks? Uh, have you got any racing in or anything like that? Uh, I did a little bit of announcing at the 510 and then uh, went oval racing afterwards. Nice. Um, that's, that's about all I've done lately. Yeah. Yeah, I've been hitting it pretty hard wherever. I don't know. So I have a new boss at work, my boss that I've had forever finally retired after working at my shop for 45 years so i have to um start putting in saturdays here or there because the new boss is like well the old boss doesn't matter what he said Mm -hmm. so no i gotta start putting in goddamn saturdays which i i don't know i i think i got away with a few this month and then we'll see what i can pull off january so yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to with my new job. I'm gonna have to start doing that as well. Dude, where are you working? Uh, Cummins. Okay, so is that why you have uh, funky? Oh, sorry. Is that why you have funky hours? That is exactly why I have funky hours. Because you used to work basically the same shift as me. Now you're working like the opposite. Yeah, I'm working second shift, three to eleven now. Okay. They so, were uh, they were offering something that I could not refuse and a whole lot of extra. Yeah. Well, you know, take the money while you can. Anybody, uh, anybody in the in the metro area looking for a job, they are hiring. Uh, I want to say at the beginning to middle of next year, they're putting in a new uh, hydrogen line. Okay, where are they located? Fridley, right on uh, 73rd and Central. Gotcha, yep. Um, right now I'm doing, they call it high horsepower generators. Yep. So like all the ones that go on top of commercial buildings, hospitals, they power some stadiums, some concerts, you know, fairs, things like that. I see. But the new line they're bringing in is going to be stellar and they're hiring 150 plus people so anybody out there looking for a job that uh that wants to get into a very very good company that pays very very well and gives you very very good benefits that's i suggest that company for sure all right let's um get into some results here so we'll start out with cleveland this weekend i'll be honest i'm really happy they're doing well so the Cleveland on-road race is held the weekend prior on Thanksgiving. It's been like that for like 34 years or whatever. Yep. And then starting last year, they added an off-road race a week later. I have a question for you. Does, yes, sir. Does Cleveland, in the middle of winter, sound appealing? Actually, it does. They, uh, if Cleveland, Ohio, right? Or is that yeah. Connecticut? Cleveland, Ohio. So, my girlfriend Olivia's uncle lives in um, Cincinnati. Gotcha. And he says that it never really gets any colder than like 35, 40 degrees in the winter. Yeah. I don't know. Man. So, it, 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 it's not, you know, it's not anything not desirable. Well, the, the reason being it's like, so they're in Cleveland in a generic hotel racing, which it's it's cool, but you know, God, there's I don't know. I, I've never understood the race, even the on road race. I've never understood it. 
Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of guys getting together in the middle of freaking nowhere to race. I mean, freaking last week or this yesterday, I should say, there were um, fights at the Regency Hyatt in Minneapolis, and that place is way bigger and way better than the piece of crap they hold that race at. I thought it was a pretty nice hotel. It's middle of the road, man. I mean, we don't stay at nice hotels usually. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. Have you ever stayed at a good, like, four or $500 hotel a night? Uh, I stayed in, uh, I want to say, what it's a hotel in Missouri. I want to say it's like the Danbury Inn or something like that. Right, right. They, They were, I mean, that's. Apparently that was class A, so yeah, they they, they were a very nice hotel. But exactly. yes, yes, I have. Well, you know, I'm. It just Cleveland's always perplexed me, but we had a couple guys go. Um, and we yeah, have, I seen uh, I seen Braden Nelson, Kyle Holmberg uh, did the Caden uh, um, Voss went also. Caden Voss, yes. I'm pulling up results, so let's look at the A main here. Uh, 13-5, Wheeler, Holmberg took fourth, Brennan Schimmel won it with, so Schimmel, he got 99% efficiency in, I want to say, the second main. No kidding. It's like, holy shit. Uh, Caden Voss made the A, and so did Braden. Caden ended up ninth, Braden tenth. So it's cool that they made the A. Oh, with yeah, Kay- so with Caden, it he got the rough end of the stick. It was a one, two, three, four way um, tie for sixth place. Cole, because they all got thirteen points, um, and Cole, Kyle Holmberg lost a tiebreaker to Dustin Fox for third place. Um, yeah, Cole Chura, man, that kid's getting fast. I remember Cole Chura took six. And he came to the INS, not this one, but in 2021. And he was around my level. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, he's just shot up. Like, I want to say it's back in 2018. His dad came, him and his dad came to the first Christmas classic at Dollar Hobbies. And they're from I'd, far away. They're somewhere in Canada, but pretty far away it's not like thunder bay situation mm-hmm. yeah they came to dollar hobbies christmas classic and yeah um the layout yeah it looked okay um let's look at pro stock buggy um kyle holmberg started second finished fourth um did he win the stadium truck main? I'm going to look at it in a second. Braden Nelson made it and finished 10th. This this race had 335 entries, too, so it had a good amount of entries. I'm going to pull up the stadium truck. Dude, my computer's not moving right now. I don't know why. It's pretty aggravating. Uber, Uber slow? Yeah, I... Um, they have a triple A main, so I'm going to have to go down. Um, I'm going to assume he did. I'm not sure because there's a lot of mains, dude. Um, there it is. No, that's a B main. Dang it. Um, I saw that. There's a bunch of guys from Omaha down there, too. So that was pretty cool. You had uh, Alex Sturgeon and... Because um, I want to see if... Uh... I thought they went to the... Uh... Oh, no, you're right. They went to INS. Yeah. Yeah. In Arizona. Yeah. And that's another thing. Two big races. I, I suppose you're only really splitting up the pros because your carpet guys... I bet nobody was really split on where they're going to go. The carpet guys are going to go, you know, let's see, race 50. Um, yeah, Kyle Holmberg won that one by an okay amount. 
Cameron Shaw. Yeah, Kyle Holmberg crushed. So, yeah, good for Kyle. He top qualified quite a few rounds and other things. Good. Yeah. Um. So yesterday we raced at Thunder Road, and it was it was just a plain good. time. Do you ever just go to the track and just have a blast? And dude, it it was a fun day yesterday. It's hard to explain, except for I bone myself getting into. Well, I I got bad luck with the marshal two times so i did not make the a for wheeler i was on an a main run um in my second qualifier and the marshal walked out in front of my car my last lap was 21 seconds when we were getting like mid 16 seconds that's a big hit yeah the very last lap then um i was in a bump spot in the b main and I end up on my lid right at the feet of a, this one dude. And it took him seven seconds to get my car. And I lost a, a bum. Yeah, it was to, to his feet. Um, so I was lost. He huh? Yeah, he was older, dude. So oh. I, it doesn't matter. Um, I lost the spot to Chris Michelson. But I was able to call the four-wheel main which was fun oh cool so all those guys they're done with modified they're not here's the deal modified does attract people but you have to sit there and build it up and every year by the end of november they all quit which whatever it's fine you know what i mean yep so uh let's look at a few results 13.5, expert four-wheel. Ethan wins that one, followed by Austin. Ethan almost crashed it away, and Austin almost won it. Uh, and Brian Bowman took third. Uh, Dustin Grambois fourth. Capco bumping up from the B took fifth. So that was pretty cool. Um, 13.5, four-wheel intermediate. Joe 3 won that one, followed by Daryl McNeil and Annika Albrick. So Joe 3 is putting it down. What should we look at next? Bring up the, uh, was there a sportsman class? Yeah, there's sportsman. Let's bring that one up. All right. Ryder Holman won, followed by Talon Wyzek and Dave Kane third. Let's bring up 17.5 Expert. I want to talk about it because I feel bad. So Ethan Michelson won it. Brian Bowman took second. Torah third. I took fourth. I did a pass to where Evan Tapp was calling the race, and he's like, dude, that was a legal pass. So I went on the inside of um, Ava Dang on the wall ride. Like There was like two corners left after the wall ride. I'm like, this is it. So, right now, Brian's got the coolest layout he's ever made, in my opinion. He has a diagonal straightaway down at Joey. So, there's a diagonal straightaway cutting the, down the middle of the track. It's 130 foot up into a wall ride that you hit full freaking blast. So, Ava and I were drag racing like crazy. We were, like, if the if the loop was on that straightaway, it would have been a tie. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I took the inside of her, and we went wheel to wheel, but she went... Fl- usually when you go wheel to wheel, you know, you usually push them out a lane, and it's fine. But I did it on the wall ride, and she went flying. Well, I, then. Yeah, I, I offered to give her the spot back. I'm like take it back you know it's like she's like no it's like because there's so we came off the wall ride cross the loop i'm like do you think what was funny is so brian bowman was on our tail about to put us one lap down from him Mm -hmm. he was literally on our tail 
And he said he didn't see it. I'm like, you saw it. You had to have seen it. But whatever. <laughs> uh, it, it, I just felt bad. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. But, dude, I, I had a freaking blast on that layout. He, he's going to be changing it for the New Year's race. Maybe new carpet by then. I don't know. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's about all I got for results. So. Do you mind if I run over the, uh, the hobby farms results? Oh, yeah. Go for it. Go for it. I can never find it. Um. Well, they have pictures up here. So the street stock class. Yeah. Um, Corey Rosen took the win. Uh, Dustin Nelson took third. And Hurley, I want to say his last name is pronounced Exted. Okay. Took uh, took third. Yep. Let's do the uh, sprint car and Midwest Mod class. So sprint car, Dustin Nelson took the win. He's a very, very hard contender there. Yes. Um, Corey Lloydalt's kid... Um, I want to say his name is Elliot. Elliot mm. Lloydalt, I want yeah. to say. Correct me if I'm wrong, people of the podcast. Um, took second, and then Harley took third. Nice. And Midwest Mod Class, uh, Corey Rosen took the win, Frank Miller took second, and Dustin Nelson took third. Cool. Yeah, like I said, I want to make my way up there. I just got to find the time. Um, so I went on Roar Racing because last time I had Clayton Young on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, maybe they've announced because they closed, closed at November 30th. Oh. So nothing on the election at all. Just, um, there's going to be a fee increase to become a Roar member. By how much? 10 bucks. But, dude, it's like, hey, you know, it's December 4th. We don't live in Arizona. It doesn't take that long to count that many votes. That is true. But now here's the problem. I think a lot of his votes aren't going to get counted. I really do. I think they're going to screw him. So you didn't listen to the last one. I went through the story about how they screwed EA, Eric Anderson, um, he owns EA Motorsports, you know, sells motors, batteries, all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I want to say it was like 2014-ish. He wanted to become Roar president because Roar screwed something up big time. I forget what I forget what it was. And he got everybody to sign up and everybody to vote for him. And as voting was closing, they said, oh, EA can't um, hold president because he's never hold, held any other office in Roar. Like, they couldn't tell that tell him that when he signed up. Mm-hmm. They waited for a bunch of people to sign up for Roar membership, took everybody's money, and then said, nope. So now what I've been hearing is... Um, a lot of people, when they've been signing up to vote for Clayton, they haven't been given Roar numbers, which you usually get immediately. Very true. So I have a feeling they're going to try to be like, oh, well, none of those votes counted because they weren't whatever. Mm-hmm. God, I hope they don't screw them. Dude, it's it's just so aggravating. It's And he's an on... Well, He's trying to become an everything guy, but he's mainly an on-road guy, carpet off-road too, but mainly an on-road guy. But what he wants to do would help everybody. You know, he wants to tweak a couple rules within Roar, but he also wants to just simplify the book. He's like, dude, you could cut, move a couple things around and cut several pages out. So he has good intentions. Yeah, he has good intentions. I was kind of fishing around for some BS with some of the questions I asked him. And he was like, 
he was pretty cool about it. Um, yeah, man. Let's see what else. Do, uh, I don't have much else. Do you have anything else? I got notes and then we got questions. Um, I've been thinking about this all day. No, I can't think about it. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I've been wanting to talk about something today, but I totally blanked on <laughs> what I wanted to talk about. Dude, I'm totally with you. I'm in like automatic mode right now. Today was a pretty physically draining day. So I'm kind of, I was literally napping 10 minutes before I called you. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, this is a weird statement and it usually doesn't happen, but yoga really wore me out today. And then I went to the gym for an hour and a half and I did jujitsu and kickbox for an hour and a half straight. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty, pretty much done. <laughs> I can't right. wait to go to bed. And I was up late last night because uh, the UFC had a banger of a fight card, but it didn't end until twelve thirty. Really? Yeah, it was ridiculous. Um, and they were in Orlando, so they were in Orlando, so that fight card didn't end until one thirty. But they do all this bullshit for California setting things to their time. Kind of, it just sucks. So, eh, but what are you going to do? Right. Um, just give me a second here. All the, all the little uh, little cracking you hear in the background noise is the dog chewing on the bone. Oh, okay. If you've heard it at all. Not really. All right, let me bring up my notes. And before we get into notes... Um, go to pwrmerch.com to get your ran out of talent t-shirt. You can get the classic logo, the Corey Hens design logo, or the, if you ain't balls, you ain't going fast. Also, if you, ain't, you, you really just botched that. Did, did I? <laughs> if you ain't got balls, you ain't going fast. That's what I thought I said. If you, you said you, if you ain't balls. Oh, God. Damn it. <laughs> also, there's uh new mugs up there. I so, did see those. Those look, those look pretty cool. Yeah. So, if you need a gift for your wife, get her a nice ran out of talent mug. And then when she asks, what the hell is this? Just explain, you know, it's a podcast. <laughs> it's a podcast about the RC cars you hate. <laughs> if every woman is like Olivia, who's sitting right next to me, she is looking at me and going ballistic telling me don't do that <laughs> but everybody else out there go do it yeah i i, I no i'm kidding obviously well you know maybe maybe if you, you want to have a spicy christmas maybe order one for <laughs> anyway um notes we got a lot of silly season stuff um robert battier leaves mugen goes to Mayako, um, becomes director of motorsports. I'm guessing that's kind of like a team manager situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of see him as a European Adam Drake, that he won't bring much in results, but he'll bring a crap ton of knowledge to the team and the general RC public. Mm-hmm. Um, Obviously, Mayfield leaves Mugen, obviously, and goes to Techno and has a great first weekend with the Technos. Um, Angaro leaves AKA, but no, no idea where he's going to. I wonder if he's going to go to... Well, he could do what... Uh, Rana Folk does. Do you know Rana Folk does not have a tire sponsorship? I thought he was with Hot Race. No. Hmm. He runs whatever he wants. I mean, hey, that's, I mean. Well, think about it's, it. It's good and it's bad. Well, here's the thing. I don't know what they do on the European side to help out racers or whatnot, but I know obviously the 100% thing 
would be nice. And I know there's a little bit of a payment or a little bit of travel through the tire company. I'm willing to bet that like with the top, top pros, J concepts gets together with like team associated and all that crap. And they split up the, you know, split up the travel and who's going to go where. And Cause I know like for a lot of like, um, INS and NCTS events, I believe J con sent the pros themselves. Mm-hmm. So, but the plus side is when it's a hot race track, like the world's, you can run hot race guilt free. And not hide it from anybody. Yep. We'll see. Or it'd be funny if Angaro did T Pro. Because if you, a lot of the Europeans are going to T Pro, but there's a big stipulation in the T Pro contract that says try out the T Pro tires first. But if you can find anything else that works better, you can use that instead. Like there's like two or three pros signed to T Pro and they, rarely use a tire mm-hmm. so it'll be interesting to see where he goes very um let's see there's going to be a new rc podcast with from brent densford from beach rc really hopefully he doesn't run of ideas and commitment like he did the rc box club i wish i got in on that that sounded really cool me too. Um, I mean, and again, it's, and let's say it wasn't doing great. Well, it's like trying to build a modified class at your track. You got to keep going. You have to keep going. You have to have two years of ideas behind you. Two years, not just the next three months. But anyways, um, Roar release their national schedule and there's absolutely nothing that's like drivable for us it's ridiculous i mean dude think think about all the nice tracks we have i mean we got thunder road we got the hobby plex there's a couple other really nice like the track and again i keep saying this island speedway down in muscatine iowa and I'm going to say something that's going to suck for them. But them painting themselves in the corner with the Gone Bananas racing foam is screwing them six ways from Sunday. It, huh? re- it really is. Because the reason being is because nothing is faster than foam. But let's say you're an average Minnesota carpet racer that likes to go four or five hours away here and there. Well, are you going to go to the hobby plex big race in February to where you run the same fuzz bites that you run at home? Or are you going to go to a race to where you have to reset your car up for foam tires? You know what I mean? Yeah. Foam tires are better. Foam tires are faster. I don't care what anybody says. But when you only have one manufacturer and they're... I I don't know, man. It hurts them. It really hurts them, them not running rubber tire. But you can get, like, if you can convince the locals, though, because you get a lot of runtime out of them. Like, you know, you get a couple weeks, two, three weeks out of a set of fuzz bites, maybe a little more if you drive a little less hard. You can get half a season out of Gone Bananas if you have a lathe. Mm-hmm. So there are pros to it. The car is way easier to drive with a foam tire. But anyway, yeah, that, that hurts them. But they are a national level facility. Like, by a lot. They beat the hell out of a lot of places. Um, Let's see. We got... Ooh, J-Concepts pissed a lot of people off when they released that uh, one wing. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Uh, what's the brand that originally had something like it? Agama. Yeah, it was Agama. 
And I'm like, yeah, that happens, man. It really does. Um, it wasn't exact. It was very close, but it wasn't exact. And Jay Con, you, it's an ugly wing. It's really ugly, but it works the best, and that's why they did it. I was going to say, is there really that big of a handling difference in it? If they're willing to take that kind of heat, I'm guessing there is. Got to be. There has to be. If you're willing to take that kind of heat to release a similar product to it, it's like, it's got to be worth it. It's not like, um, I'm not going to say the companies, but Company B stole a simple wing button design from Company A and flaunted it out. They just took it because they could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, last thing I got on my notes, J Concepts is coming out with a pin swag front tire for carpet, which let me tell you, I can't wait for it because swaggers aren't nearly aggressive enough and fuzz bites can be way too aggressive, especially in the front of the four-wheel buggy. So, I don't know, man. Um, before we get into questions, uh, let's go through a little bit of schedule. Um, so, next week, Dollar Hobbies, next week, I think the race is like December 7th, 8th, and 9th, or that weekend. Let me pull up my calendar. Oh, it's December 9th, 10th, and 11th is going to be your Christmas Classic Carpet Off-Road Race. Dave Duncan is announcing. Um, they got your standard 13.5 four-wheel, 17.5 two-wheel, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Dave Duncan, huh? Yeah. How'd they, how'd they swing that one? Oh, he's come to every Christmas Classic. Has he? Yeah. Yeah. Dave Duncan's a good dude. Um. Christmas Classic, though, used to be an on-road race. I believe this is the first year it's an off-road race. What was I going to... Oh, so I don't think you've been on since... You might have been. So um, I did the November points race for Dollar Hobbies for announcing. Mm -hmm. Kyle and Alan went and John Shore made some track changes. And then one of the dudes behind the counter flipped out and put it back to where it was. Yeah, I heard all about that from Alan afterwards. Well, that guy's been um, released from Dollar Hobby, so we won't be dealing with that nonsense anymore. So I'm kind of happy about that. I, I hate I hate to say that I'm happy about that, but I'm happy about that. Um, What else do we got for schedule? What do you have going on? for races um well this weekend the 510 is doing a track change which i'm sure most of you've seen so i won't be there i might be there to help but other than that um oval racing i thought about going to omaha next weekend but i'm going to vegas in january so yeah i'm gonna save some money for that well Um, so you know torat he makes a really 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 good point Don't get me wrong, I love Omaha. I love our tracks and regions and close by and all that. But guess what? We have enough club racing around here. Like, my plan is to stay and race in just Minnesota and, you know, the toy box until May, until I go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. What are you going to Vegas for? Uh, big car racing. Ah, nice. My dad is uh, leaving, when is he leaving? I think the week after Christmas. Yeah, cool. And uh, he's going to make his way down to Arizona first, get some stuff on the truck done, and then uh, after that we're going to central Arizona for big car racing, and then we're doing Las Vegas for some big car racing. Cool. So... So I'm I, I'm actually putting this out here now. So if anybody from Minnesota is going 
to Vegas and you're driving, I will pay you $150 to bring my fist scale and my OGO bag. <laughs> I mean, I could bring the OGO bag on the plane. I think I could get it down to 50 pounds. But that truck, I would have to ship it. I, I'm not comfortable doing that. Right. Especially with all the goddamn money is into that thing. So. Uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, I'll probably hit the 510 trophy race for the new layout. Not this weekend, but next. Yeah. And then uh, other than that, oval racing. Yep. Uh, the 17th, the sucks. I have to work. Um, But what's fun about that is, um, remember that hotel we stayed in in Austin? Yep. I have a friend that's going to be fighting there. Really? MMA at fight. The, at the same hotel? Yeah. At the event center. So I'm going to work that Saturday, shower quick, and buzz down there. And, yeah, I'm going to be there for the guy. Sweet. I've been training with him, and he's just, it, it's not fair how much better at shit he is than me. You know, the best way to explain it is, like, Kyle Holmberg racing against me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, let's get into questions here. So Justin Hazy's wondering, he goes, silly season's coming up. Who do you think is going where? Well, honestly, I thought Seth was going to be out at Techno. But now that Ryan Mayfield's in, and I saw him at the, I saw pictures of them at the 510 wearing the RM No Apology shirt. Do you think Seth stays with Techno? Uh, I think he will. Yeah. Uh, it seems I, l like um, things have changed there a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, I think Mayfield and and Seth working together on the same team, same chassis. Yeah, that'll. Uh, I think that'll help Seth out a lot because he he looks up to Mayfield right. quite a bit. Right, right. Um, Tebow leaves. I think Tebow does privateer for a chassis and tries to um, expand the JTP brand. What do you think? You're saying T. Jones? No, Tebow. Oh, Tebow. I thought you said T. Jones. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think Tebow will stay as long as Techno can keep him around. Yeah, I, think I, he will I don't think he will. No? Like I said, I think he's going to go privateer for chassis and expand, try to expand his JTP brand. You know, he, I mean that... he keeps adding little stuff, little stuff, and then all of a sudden it's like, remember when he, it was, JTP was almost like a tchotchke shop for RC. Right. And, and now he's a legitimate accessory shop. Yeah. And he keeps, and he growing. keeps growing. I'm getting feedback off your end. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. So, anyway, I don't know. I hope he kind of goes back to Kyosho myself, which with the success that Lutz had this year, even though it was up and down for Lutz, it was a great success for Kyosho this year, and it was great success for Lutz. I hope they expand the American team again. Yeah, that would be epic. Um, I think Rivkin's out of Associated. It just hasn't been announced. I I could be way off. Why do you think that? I just get that vibe, man. I, mean, I do. Been for so long. Yeah, but things happen. It is true. Like, were you? No, you weren't racing when like. It was a huge shock when Mayfield and um, Cav left Team Associated. Uh, I think I was just getting into racing then. Yeah. Like, that was, like, that shocked our... I think Cav left one... I think Mayfield left first, and then it was Cav the next... Or something like that. I don't think they left the same year, but they left pretty close. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't have any... And again, I hope Angaro stays independent for tires. I really is do. That, is that what he's doing, is staying independent? I, I hope. 
I hope he goes to Ronald Falk way. Ronald Falk, I'm sure he gets a deal from whoever he buys tires from, but in theory, he pays retail for tires. Mm-hmm. So, um, you might see some local moving. <laughs> some top guys locally. Yeah, who do you think is going to be? Who do you think there? I'm not outing anybody on this podcast, but I saw something yesterday, and I'll let you know at the end of this one. Um, Tyler Abart is wondering, some guys are running shocks upside down at the Cleveland race. What's this all about? Do you want to answer? Then I'll give my answer. So I was reading through that, and and Ben Savakul made a, a very good point. There's a lot of unneeded, unsprung weight there just by flipping that shock. It had, apparently it made a big difference. I think it's voodoo and fuckery. I think those guys got going as fast as they possibly could get going. They got everything they could get going out of the car, and they're like, what else do we do? I don't know. I've always wanted to try. It's a placebo effect at best. Look at the people who won the races. All of them have the shocks in the proper way. That's what I think. I talk to people there. I talk to another person. Now, they think it's just people screwing with people on social media to get people talking about, look what Tyler Jones is doing. I think, or was it Jones or Hooks? I get them too confused. Hooks was there. It was Hooks. Yeah, it was Hooks. But, you know, it's more like, hey, look what these pros are doing. And Jay Khan took a picture and put it on their front page. You don't think that was intentional? Of course it was intentional. It drove traffic to their page, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Yeah, no, there's not. I wouldn't. I wouldn't until. I wouldn't until you see the reasonable top guys running it, and I'll leave that at that. Um. Let's see. He also was wondering, I've been seeing a fair number of team drivers deciding to run different brands of tires or electronics. Am I misunderstanding how most sponsorships work, or do these people really just not be, care about being sponsored? Well, I got a little bit of a story. So I did email Jason, if Jason Rona. If, like, the Minnesota team could have a special exemption at running um, Schumacher tires or whatever tires at the toy box. Because we need a softer compound for that particular track. Or a different, not even, it's different. It's like that pink compound's wrong. And a a friend... A fast friend put a set of tires on his car. He didn't get any warm-up laps in and immediately went three tenths faster. And he goes, I could have get another ten- few tenths out of this by putting the Schumacher tires on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So before I did anything, because I was ready to hit buy on the A-Main card, I go, Jason, this is a situation. But... I'll go there and, you know, because we're J-Con. So everywhere else, J-Con has absolute best tire. Just this particular AstroTurf, it's not. It's It just doesn't work. And Jason goes, we don't allow that. So I did not order any Schumacher tires. And every time I go to the toy box, I'll be running J-Concepts tires, and I'll keep trying to make them work. That's me. Um, but I know I'm also not a pro. I know when a pro's struggling, they might also get a special exemption. Now, if you're talking about like, let's say, team associated guys not running Reedy Motors, um, I'm going to ask you to go back and listen to the Corey and Alec Hins episode and listen to Alec telling his story about him literally getting ran over on the straightaway when he had a Reedy motor in his car. 
You know what I mean? So it's it's just you I think if you're sponsored sponsored by a tire company, yeah, you run the tire. You run as much like team associated, I run as much ready stuff as possible. And so does everybody else. You know, I'll tell you what, none of the team associated factory drivers in Cleveland had a ready motor in their car. I guarantee it. But, you know, there's there's gray zones. What do you think? There is definitely gray zones. Um, I know for some guys, if they have a team-associated Reedy sponsorship, yeah, it's kind of one thing, but kind of not. I mean, take a Rivkin, for instance. Yeah. He's associated good. sponsorship, but he runs Hobby Wing Electronics. Right. I, I wonder if he still has a Reedy decal on his car. I don't know. Because I think he still runs Reedy batteries. He does. Yeah. So, I mean, I still run Reedy batteries, even though they're a step below the um, Trinity. I do. I mean, to me, a battery is a battery. But... No, <laughs> absolutely not. Um, But well, we can get into that another day. Oh, crap. Sorry, my phone's playing in the background. I was looking for a picture of uh, Spencer. Here's his car. Let's see. I do not see. You're, you're right. There's no Reedy on his sponsorship shirt. There's obviously Team Associated. There's Hobby Wing. There's ProTech. So he's using ProTech batteries then probably. There's Futaba. Oh, Savix. Oh, why, Spencer? Why? <laughs> A-Main, and I can't read the last one. Oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's all in whatever and yeah, but like I said, though, if you're with the top three tire manufacturer, you got to run what they have if they have it for that discipline. Um, Dave Gundry is wondering, he goes, is it just me or does anyone else fight their radio position through a race? Ever since I switched to an M17, I'm gradually tilting his radio forward and down and need to adjust mid-race, screwing up a corner or two, feeling like I need to run a lanyard like it's training wheels. Um, Have you ever had that issue? Uh, If it's like a 30-minute long race, then I'll find myself slightly tilting it yeah but it's it's more of a comfort thing you you set your radio in your comfort spot and then you just with how much your your fingers are moving it just happens you know yeah um i do too um my radio falls forward almost immediately so i take an extra half step back so i'm not blocking people Mm -hmm. yeah i just let it go where it's comfortable. See where you're at and see if you can take a half step back. Now, when we were running last year at the uh, the the New Year's party at the 510, we did a, a two drivers, one car race. Yep. I did it with KP. And for some reason, the radio was moving to the left. Like his wrist was turning to the left. Okay. And I don't, you know, that, I think that right there is also kind of a. So what position, so when you use the same radio, did you go front to back while spooning them from behind or did you spoon them from the side or. (laughs) So (laughs) he set the radio on the ledge, you know. Okay. Set it on the ledge just so we weren't trying to fight each other in the air. Yep. I stood next to him, like my chest facing his shoulder. Kind of. Yep. And he stood straight forward. Okay. Chest facing the track. And for some reason, some diddly reason, the radio was wanting to move to the left. Yeah. We all have weird quirks like that. that so that, that that that's uh 
maybe that was me pushing the steering wheel. Maybe that was him just kind of naturally twisting to the left. I don't know. Also, uh, high rep bicep curls. That'll help. <laughs> um, Brad Maynard, what about silly season so far? We talked about it. Um, it kind of... S- it kind of su- kind of sucks, but kind of not that we already knew who was going where right away. So, eh. Um, I can say the Fullers aren't going anywhere. They were uh, practicing with the new HB two-wheel drives at the Hobbyplex uh, last week. Were they? Yeah. Um, last questions from... Keenan White from uh, the No Name RC podcast. Hey, Keenan. <laughs> He's wondering, what do you think about the Invisible Speed South American tour so far? Um, he's posting like nice TikToks that are nice and quick. Um, I like it. I do. Um. You're going to be your wife's bitch for the next six months when you get home because he's been gone for like three weeks, home for a day, gone two weeks, home for a day, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, No, but I wish I could do it. I'm jealous, and I'm kind of just projecting that. It looks like they're having a blast. It does. Um, They did a a South American tour when it was JQ racing in it really bumped up the JQ. It bumped up everything JQ in South America. And that's kind of a part of the globe that's kind of ignored. I'm not going to, because it's like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of middle class. Cause you know, your average racer is middle class to middle upper class, at least in America. But there's also not a lot of middle class, and it's hard to find, you know, ra- places to race become thin in certain parts. South America's huge, mm-hmm. you know, so. I don't know, man. Do you got anything else? Not off the top of my head, no. All right. Oh, man. I wish I had an extra carpet car for you. I really do. But Joe 3 wants to race the Christmas Classic, so he's going to be racing it. Yeah, I think I might uh I might go oval racing this weekend. Yeah, sounds good. All right, well, I'm Joe Zer Jr., very low energy, and with me has been Joey Fitzsimmons and we've ran out of talent. Later guys.